Welcome to this week in Wyoming Cowboy Sports here on WyomingAthletics.org and ESP Media powered by Sidearm Sports. I'm Jason Griefer. As always, we're joined by a Wyoming Athletic Director, Jan Wilking. Jan, good morning. How are you? How was the weekend? Good morning. I'm doing great. Weekend was uh, pretty successful, so... Um uh, good, good day to be a Monday back at work. Absolutely. Let's uh, start off with uh, touching a little bit on what happened last week. Let's start on the wrestling mats. Strong showing for your team on the mats. Uh, multiple medalists, uh, as we saw, pouring out results. Uh, kind of take us through some of those highlights as, as far as you can. Well, we had uh, we, we had groups going to uh, Reading this weekend and certainly had some good performers there. I know Ian Zender um, was a good performer. I think A.J. Hauer either won or placed in his place in his weight class, Bryce Hickson. Um, so good good outing there. And then we had um, a nice uh, tri-tournament up in Clinton Massey um, in which uh, we really, I think, had some breakout performances. Um, Jacob, Nathan Bryan, um, certainly uh, Jared Hancock, um, you know, just a really some really good performances. So I know Coach is very much looking forward to what the wrestling season has to has to offer in February. And a uh, busy week, busy weeks ahead for them for sure, especially this coming week. Uh, two matches in three days. Uh, how big of a challenge is that, not only for the student athletes but for the coaches to prepare for two big matches in such a tight window? It's it's a lot. Um, we're fortunate this year to have really good numbers in our wrestling program. So by having the multiple opportunities for, for participation, um, it gets a lot of different kids' matches. So that's that's good. Um, you know, again, similar to our basketball program, when you don't start your fall sports, or I'm sorry, your winter sports until three weeks into the winter season, um, you ha- it's very compressed. So uh, it's just a fact of how it is, and, you know, no excuses. We just have to figure it out and keep trudging forward. There you go. Let's move on to uh, the bowling lanes. A uh, boys team with it, about as exciting of a win as you could ask for on last Wednesday against Finneytown. A, a team match there, and you wind up winning by two pins. I mean, I, I can't think of, in a team scenario like this, a more thrilling way to win a match than by two total pins. <laughs> and it was our first win, so it was fantastic. It was uh Two pins out of 1,900 pins that were marked with, that were knocked down during the the match. So it's not uh, it's no small no small feat to win by two pins. Um, but I know the coach came off the bus that night. We had a girls basketball game, and all the students came off the bus, and they were super excited not only to get the win, but certainly just as you said, the, the excitement of of the closeness of the match. So good for them. Big confidence boost, I would imagine, going forward, especially after the tough result the day before against Deer Park to come back and get that win against Finneytown. I had to imagine that turned that turn their spirits right around, did it not? Well, they were pretty excited getting off the bus. So, <laughs> um, you know, the winning is good, but um, close winning, they certainly had a good time with it for sure. Absolutely. Uh, let's move over to the to the girls' side. Uh, tough result, a very another tight match against uh, Clark Montessori last Wednesday, uh, losing by just about seventy five pins or so. But uh, right back at it tomorrow, in fact, against the same Clark team. Uh, how excited are your girls to get right back at it against the same team and, and and know that they can get right there and get the job done? Well, I know they're um, itching for that uh, elusive <laughs> victory at this point. So um, hopefully they can make that work out. Um, I know they play Clark this week and then uh, turn around and play Summit. So we'll, we'll see. But, um, you know, they're improving. 
and they are um, certainly enjoying the, the winter season and, and getting better every day. So um, we'll look for we'll look for maybe some individual qualifiers as we move towards sectionals and districts. Kind of a similar thing with your uh, swimming, swimming and diving. You know, they're in the heart of the season, and uh, you know, having all the having these meets and whatnot, and seeing every meet, you're looking at the scores come in, better scores every meet. Individuals shaving seconds off their times going forward. Uh, how how much is the coaching staff helping them to, to 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 accomplish those things? Staying competitive in your matches, while also bettering your times uh, each match. Well, I'll tell you, over the break, I'm not sure there's a harder working group than, than the swimmers and divers. Um, you know, they, they go in early in the morning. They have two-a-days. Um, they're training long course as opposed to short course. In fact, our, our coaches actually schedule a long course meet just to make it even a little bit more difficult for them. <laughs> um, so, you know, that is really the bulk of their training that happens. And, um, you know, swimming is one of those sports, much like golf, where really you're playing against others, but you're really you're, you're going against yourself every time and challenging yourself to better your time or better your score. So um, mentally tough. That's those student athletes mentally tough to continue to to uh, push themselves to get better. And now they get ready for one of the biggest swimming competitions in America this coming weekend, the Southwest Coaches Classic. Uh, talk to us about that, the meet, the meet itself, and uh, what your student-athletes are doing to prepare for such a massive event. Well, I hope they're getting a lot of sleep and eating a lot of carbohydrates to prepare because <laughs> it is, it is uh, it's two days of, of a whole lot of swimming. Um, I know the bus leaves, I think, like at 5.30 in the morning to get out there. And um, it's at Miami University. As you said, it's one of the largest high school meets in the nation. There's some great competition, and it really is a, an excellent opportunity to kind of find out where, where you stack up against, um, you know, the best, the best swimmer citywide. So um, great opportunity, but, man, it's, it's a grind for sure. Yeah, it definitely is, but a lot a great opportunity, as you said. Uh, speaking of a, a grind, your girls' basketball team right in the middle of that as well. Uh, a tough one, a tough grinding game against Indian Hill on Saturday. It didn't quite go their way, winding up 38-33, and sometimes that happens. Now you look forward. You have the grind continues for this team. You've got three games this week, all of them on the road, beginning tonight against New Richmond and then taking on Redding and Marymont towards the end of the week. Uh, how big is this week for this team to turn out the results and get some wins under their belt as they head into the the final stretch of the regular season? You know, January, I think for all of our sports teams, is, is really that's when you kind of figure out what you have as a coach in terms of um, the gut check of the grind, so to speak, of the year. You know, February, you can kind of see the end in sight. You're, you're shooting for those championships. It gets a little bit more exciting. But January is just, uh, it's game after game. And as you said, three straight games on the road, which I don't know who made that schedule. But that's, that's not <laughs> it wasn't you, was it? Like, thank goodness, it, it actually was. <laughs> oh, geez. But Redding's just right down the road. Redding's okay. Right down the road. Okay. So that's not too bad. Um, <laughs> New Richmond, not right down the road, but uh, that's okay. So, um, you know, I, I think it's, this is the hardest time, I think, mentally for all of our winter athletes in in all of our sports, just to continue to remember that, you know, Christmas break is in the rearview mirror. You just started a new semester, so you have some class changes. You want to get started off academically on the right foot. And, you know, here come all these games that we've stacked up. 
um, in January. So hopefully they're getting lots of rest and taking care of their bodies. Absolutely. And uh, moving over to the boys' side on the basketball court, the beat goes on for this team, uh, continuing to pile up the wins. Last week, two nice road wins over Taylor and Miamisburg. We talked last week as we got going here in the winter season, you know, about Evan Prater. And as you said before, Evan is Evan. You know what you're going to get from him. We talked about the emergence of Isaiah Walker just taking his game to a completely new level this year. But I want to talk about another guy who's really come along and kind of is the the third guy in that three-headed monster that you have, and, and uh, Damian Creighton. And he is just a guy that just continues to do his work, game in and game out. We know Evan Prater's going to get the, all the attention for everything he's done, not only in basketball, but also in football, obviously. But uh, uh, da- Damian Creighton, boy, what a story. And how and he's just come along so well for your team. He really has. and I mean, what a great distributor of the ball. Um, he can get to the rim and finish. Um, he's just uh, kind of the quiet, um, you know, get the work done. I'm not sure. I mean, I'm a basketball person. I'm not sure that I've seen a better on-the-ball defender than him, um, whether it's in the full court or the half court. He just sits down and guards people. It's fun to watch. Um, and when you add him and, and Deontay Gray, who's a senior, and you talk about unsung hero, he does all the all the things that, um, you know, coaches love, but sometimes fans don't don't necessarily appreciate if they're not true basketball people with the rebounding and, um, you know, just consistent guarding the other team's best player. Um, you know, there's a lot of pieces to that puzzle that, that make it work. So there, there's, we have a big one on Tuesday, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. A big stretch coming up here after the two games on the road uh, last week. You've got the next four at home. And it, as you said, uh, the first the first one comes up on Tuesday against Indian Hill. They're right there near the top of the CHL. Then you've got Redding on Friday. Uh, how important are these next two weeks for this team in terms of trying to claim that league title? Well, I mean, I, don't, I can't want to speak for Coach Rooks. I don't know that these two weeks are any more important than any other two weeks stretches during the season. It's, it's one game at a time. You know, it's, um, when you're the defending league champ, you are everybody's biggest game. And so there, there can be no letdown. You know, teams schedule their biggest nights when we're on the road against us. That's just how it is, and that's okay. We embrace that. Um, and so I'm not sure you can say that, that any two-week stretch is any more important than any other two-week stretch because we're going to get the other team's best shot wherever we go. So with these next four games at home, obviously a great chance for Cowboys fans to come out and see the team in the home environment. For those that maybe haven't been to a game or maybe it's been a while since they've been and seen, seen Wyoming play at home, uh, what kind of environment can we expect uh, for these games go in the next couple of weeks? Oh, it's a lot of fun, that's for sure. Um, Friday will be Military Appreciation Night, so it'll be a USA theme, so there'll be Lots of red, white, and blue. Um, you know, our students, our Cowboy Crazies, are certainly behind us um, during these home games for both boys and girls. And, um, you know, we really appreciate their support, their continued support. So I would say if I was going to give advice, it would be um, don't show up at 730 and think <laughs> that you're going to have a great seat. Um, you know, the game starts at 730. You might want to be here before that. Take note, fans. Get there early. Maybe do a little tailgating outside. I, I don't think people would be opposed to that. It's pretty as well. cold for tailgating, but <laughs> there you go. It, it, it can it can happen. You know, just stay outside, get yourself <laughs> bouncing around, get warmed up. I know you were you were in Florida a couple weeks ago. You're still getting adjusted to the cold. We're all we're all used to it around here. Come on. 
It hasn't <laughs> been that cold. I mean, heck, it's been 70 degrees I yeah. think, this weekend. L- l- little, little weird, but ne- nevertheless, uh, it's been a little more cooperative as opposed to what it normally is for uh, January here. But uh, nevertheless, <laughs> a, a great opportunity to see all, all the Cowboys teams uh, this coming week. A lot of big things going on, a lot of exciting things going on. Jan, certainly appreciate the time, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. Thank you. That is Wyoming Athletic Director Jan Wilking here on wyomingathletics.org for this week in Wyoming Cowboy Sports here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.